get to talk about that dreaded social media. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see, won't we? We'll see. Before we get started, we're going to stand and just give thanks to God. Come on, somebody. Ain't God been good to you? Come on, lift your hands and thank him. Thank him for the Holy Ghost that lives inside of you. Thank you for the blood that washed your sin away. Oh, thank you for this service. Thank you for the privilege of being in your house and in your presence, oh God. Oh, we bless you in this house today. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah, give him a hand and a shout. Hallelujah. I know why that man said in the scripture, he said, I'm like a green olive tree in the house of the Lord. I'm alive, bearing fruit, man, everything's going good. I'm being fed, a green tree is being fed. And man, and, and uh, an olive tree is a blessing. And, uh, you know, I'm thankful today when Noah sent that dove out, it brought back a little olive branch to show that there was life. I'm alive in the house of the Lord today, and I'm glad to be here. In James chapter uh, 3, I'm sorry, James chapter 3, in verses 13 through 15, we'll read this and get you set down today and get into this last lesson. Uh, have you been working on unplugging? Making time for the Lord, not, not letting your day be wrapped up by uh, so many different things. Wouldn't it be something if I was just standing here? I, hang on, I'm going to read it in a minute. I'm going to see what my, if somebody liked my status. Hang on. Well, it might be a good status. It might have been a scripture. Right thing at the wrong time. We're going to learn about this little social media bug today. Talk about it some. And so James chapter uh, 3 and verse 13. Who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation or behavior his works with the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and strife in your hearts, glory not and lie not against the truth. For this wisdom descendeth not from above, but it is earthly, it is sensual, and it is devilish. So what's that got to do with social media? You'll find out in a minute. There's so many things trying to get our attention in this world today. We must use wisdom and moderation in the way that we engage in social media. It ain't all bad, but it can be bad. And so we must use wisdom uh, how we engage in social media. Let's pray for the lesson now. Thank you, Lord. For the word of God that gives us wisdom and understanding and knowledge of your ways. Lord, as we preach and teach today, let us all learn. Let our hearts be good ground for the word of God that we can grow and be better and be changed, be more like you. Lord, we want to shine a good light in this world. Oh, so help us today, Lord. We ask it in Jesus' name and everyone said amen. Give him one more hand clap for his word. Don't you... 
Appreciate the word of God today. Hallelujah. You can be seated. Thank you for being in the house of the Lord. Great to be here today. You know, there's a story in uh, the Bible. You read about Daniel, and of course, most often we think about Daniel in the den of lions, of course, but his story of who he was and how he got to uh, Babylon, you know, is, uh, is, is pretty neat, pretty unique in him with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. But there was something that happened um, after they were uh, taken into Babylon and they were prisoners at, uh, they were prisoners of the king and they were going to, uh, they knew that Daniel had knowledge and that he was, he was selected to be trained and they were going to use him, you know, and uh, but anybody that uh, they had brought for that purpose, they wanted to uh, feed them. And the food that they wanted to give them was against uh, what uh, Daniel and Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego uh, would normally partake of. If they did, uh, they would be breaking uh, the laws that God had set before them. And so um, Daniel proposed to the guy that was watching over them, he said, uh, Let's do this. He said, test us for 10 days. He said, you, you know, give these other guys the food you want to give them. Let us eat whatever, you know, that we are supposed to eat. He said, examine us after this time. And, and if the appearance, if we don't look good to you, if we don't look fit, if everything looks wrong, then, you know, then we'll, we'll uh, do whatever. You deal with us however you need to after that. But let's, would you do that? So the guy watching over them, he keeps a close eye on them. He agrees to it, and after those uh, 10 days, they looked great. And, of course, he was happy because he didn't want the king to take his head off for uh, letting these guys uh, waste away. And so uh, he gave Daniel and Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego whatever they wanted. And so uh, it's hard to imagine that just eating or what they would eat would play such a critical role in the success of Daniel and Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego. But um, it wasn't just about food. It was that they had refused to consume anything that was against God's will. Wow. It wasn't just so much, you know, we can focus straight on, the, on what they ate and, hey, let's schedule our own Daniel fast. You know, that's, that's where we get that from. But instead, <clears throat> it was that, they wouldn't consume anything that was against God's will and it would have compromised their relationship with him. And because they put God first, God honored them and exalted them. When you read their story of captivity, you find that they would not bow, they would not give in, and they were always promoted. And so there are a lot of things in the world today besides food that we consume. It doesn't have to be something that you eat. It's, um, it can be... Uh, social media. It can be anything. Regardless of what it may be, we have to consume things that, and we have to consume in a way that pleases God. It can be too much of a good thing. It can become uh, an idol to you. It can become a God to you. It can get between you and your walk with God. And so I know that you don't hear a lot. We don't talk a lot about just peer pressure anymore, but um, it wouldn't have really been, even been peer pressure for Daniel, but uh, in a land where he was a captive and where Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were captive, 
They refused to give in because no matter where they were, no matter what it might cost them, their walk with God was more important. They cannot uh, proclaim him and, and talk about they worship him if at the first sign of trouble they bow down or give in or just because everybody else in the land's doing it. You know, you Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, three guys out of who knows how many, uh, would not bow to the idol that was uh, set up and that they were worshiping. They would not bow. It didn't matter what the one on the left, right, front, or back was doing. Hundreds of people around them bowing down, and they stood. Somebody's got to stand for God. Because you are, no matter where you are, even in a foreign land like they were, in the midst of people who didn't worship their God, you are being watched. Somebody's watching your life. Somebody's looking at you to see how you're going to act, how you're going to react. They want to know, uh, are you really committed to God like you say you are? You know, you're pretty fired up on Monday because you said you had a good church service on Sunday. I'm going to see what you're doing on Tuesday. I'm going to wait and see how you look on Thursday. I'm going to wait till uh, you get back from vacation and see how you, you know, you've been gone so you ain't had church in a couple of weeks. I'm going to see how you acted when you get home. Uh, you know, are you still feeding yourself the right stuff while you're away? Or are you putting God first in everything that you consume? And so today, one of the most prominent areas of consumption is social media. The statistics say that um, there is a large percentage of adults that are on at least one social media platform. 88% of 18 to 29-year-olds, 78% of 30 to 49-year-olds, 64% of 50 to 64-year-olds, 65 and older, 37%. And so not only are they on that, but they are, most of them are on it every day. You know, there's people that cannot not be on there every day. There's people that if you took their phone or took a computer and they had no way to log in and check in and like something or post something to be liked, they wouldn't even know how to exist. <laughs> because people have gotten their validation uh, from Facebook, from Instagram, from all, all these social media platforms. It's like, I've got to post something so somebody, I've got to know that somebody likes what I'm doing. Why does it matter so much if they like what you're doing? Why does it matter so much what everybody else thinks about what you had for lunch? <laughs> you know, and there's nothing wrong. Well, you know, we got people that are foodies. They're going to take a picture of everything they eat. It's all right. But, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you can't live without that, You've fallen into a place where you're about to get in trouble. Um, we must use wisdom and moderation in the way that we engage in social media. S social media cannot be your whole soul identity. It, oh, it, it would not, and I mean this with everything in me, it would not bother me if Facebook crashed. Because guess what? I would still wake up in the morning. I would still be filled with the Holy Ghost. I'd still have friends. Even if I couldn't see them on Facebook, I still got friends. Hey, we used to have to call them on the landline to check on them. 
send a postcard, wish you were here. It was, it wasn't, write a letter. Wasn't, you know, uh, then we, we got to beeping people, and that was, uh, that was interesting, and beeping. And then finally, uh, mobile phones, uh, car phone, mobile phone, cell phone. Now we got this, uh, not so smartphone sometimes. And, uh, but social media, now, I'm not going to sit here and just kick it while it's down. I'm going uh, it is remarkable. And it can be used for great purpose because there are uh, missionaries today that use social media to reach people and teach people in lands where it's dangerous for them to live. They can't live there because they could be killed, locked up, you know, different things. And so uh, it is a way that the gospel can get to the whole wide world. It's how you use it. It's, It's what you're doing with it. But even if you're doing that, there's got to be moderation because uh, there's too many things on there. While you're trying to post this, there's too many other things, notifications. And so now I'm going to check this notification, and now I'm going down this rabbit hole. Who liked this? Hey, who is that person anyway? And before you know it, you know, you're way away from the post that you were putting up trying to figure out who, what, when, and where has liked. I don't even know this person. How come they sent me a friend request? Oh, I got 85 natural or you know, mutual friends, not natural friends, mutual <laughs> friends. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, so you, you get caught up in that, that, that going down that uh, rabbit hole, and then before you know it, you, an hour later, what was I posting? I think it was something about the Lord, but I, uh, now, I'm, now I'm looking at, uh, you know, cars. I don't know how I got here. It's, you know, so you've got to be careful. It can be fun. Uh, it's, it is nice. You know, it's, it's been a good way to catch up with, family that you know, if you're spread out that you can keep up with one another um it uh it's good that you know it's pretty interesting to see what the people you went to high school with maybe what they're doing with their life and or if you're in military things like that now you're out you can keep up with people you served with this it, it can be good there's nothing wrong with keeping up and having friends and having an, an avenue to reach them but there's got to be wisdom and moderation used and and listen, if we will just use uh, biblical principles when we log in, we'll be okay. But you've got to live and uh, use these biblical principles or you're going to end up in a place on social media you don't need to be. If we live by every word of God, then surely we should be on social media with that every word in our mind. So uh, you don't... Uh, post things or uh, share things or like things. That's a big one. Be careful just hitting that little blue thumb all the time. You know, you're going to like something and somebody says, man, did you see what you liked? You can't even remember because it's just, I've been like this, I've been like this. And, and they're like, yeah, man, I, I have notified many people who have shared things that didn't closely check where it came from and said, did you know it said this? Oh, no, Pastor, I didn't. Uh, you know, I, I know, and I understand. I believe you, but check it. Be careful. Uh, careful what you like. Careful what you share. If you're liking something that goes against God's word, and people are saying, I thought you went to church. I do. Oh, so y'all believe that's okay. Well, no. Well, then why did you like it? Got to use biblical principles in this. So the uh, easiest rule is to follow the first two commandments. Number one, love God with everything in you, your heart, mind, soul, and strength. 
and then love your neighbor as yourself. Those basic guides will keep you safe on social media. So if you love God, how does the love of God guide you? Well, if I love him, then I will desire to seek God often. I'll read his word. I'll pray. I'll, I'll be trying to uh, you know, get closer to him. I won't let social media come between me and my time with God. So are you worried about connecting with others before you connect with God? How many um, people reach right to their nightstand as soon as you wake up and check your social media? Don't answer. Just just go ahead and, and think about it. How many times do, before you ever crack the Bible open are you seeing who's up already? Who's, who do I wish happy birthday to today? Who do I, you know, before you've ever, before you've said thank you, Lord, for this day, before you've knelt down in, on your knees, before you have read the first scripture, how many times do we check social media first? The first of the Ten Commandments says, you shall have no other gods before me. That's Exodus 20 and 3. Anything that takes the precedence over God in our life is a God to us. Okay. Anything that consistently takes precedence over God in our life is a God to us. We may not be bowing down to a physical idol, but that does not make it any less idolatrous if we spend hours a day on a screen. Hours a day on a screen. So, uh, Think about how much time you're spending on Facebook, Instagram, whatever it is you do. How does your time in spiritual activities compare to the time spent on social media? This is going to just make you squirm for a while. To survive spiritually, we must withdraw or unplug from all the distractions, including social media, to be with him. Because you cannot post enough scripture to substitute for your prayer life. You cannot share enough biblical memes that will replace your time of worship with him, with your Bible reading, actual reading the scripture and not going to a Bible page and saying, oh, look at there. There's Daffy Duck saying praise the Lord, and I'm going to post that. Well, y'all know my, my view on that anyway. I, I just, and, I, and I'll say it again. Cartoon characters ain't, ain't got no business with the Lord. It, to me, it's just making light of that seriousness of God's word. Because ain't a Mickey Mouse, ain't a Donald Duck, ain't a Tweety Bird ever been washed in the blood of the Lamb. They don't know nothing about praising the Lord. You say, well, kids like that kind of stuff. Just teach your kids to praise God. Oh, oh they, they, things ain't, they ain't a cartoon made where you'll see Mickey Mouse saying, wow, praise the Lord. <laughs> so why, why even perpetrate that? Why do that? You know that... If you draw a cartoon of like Muhammad, they'll kill you. You draw a cartoon of Muhammad, 
Yeah. You know why? Because they, they're serious about their God. So when they, when they see us always posting jokes and funny things about God, I'll move on. Because time can quickly get away from us, even in Sunday school, and it can get away with us on social media. We must not just uh, let things uh, just sit there and sit there and pass time passing while we neglect the Lord. So one habit uh, that we could get is connecting with the Lord first. That's, that's not that hard to do. Just make it up in your mind. Before I open that phone, I'm going to read a scripture. Or I'm going to say a prayer. I'm going to thank God for what he's doing. Now, if you've got an alert going off, that's one thing. Hey, I better see what's happening. I'm not talking about the ding on your, social, on your Facebook. I'm talking about if there's like a text going off, somebody's trying to reach you because, hey, there's been a fire. I need to get in touch with you. Answer that. Yeah, I'm talking about you don't have to check and see how many people wished you happy birthday or anniversary or any of that stuff. Just get up, read some scripture, talk to the Lord, get your mind right so that you don't set the precedence that connecting with the world is more important than connecting with God. So connect with him first thing before connect with anybody else. Now, there is no scripture that says you must pray in the morning. But uh, there are scriptures that model that principle, even the Lord. Mark 13 or 1 and 35 says, In the morning, rising up a great while before the day, he went out and departed into a solitary place, and there he prayed. Jesus got up and got away from everything so he could pray. And, and uh, if he would do that, surely, well, yeah, he's the Lord. He probably needed to do that. He's the Lord. He can do anything. Uh, we need prayer. And uh, so prayer early in the morning uh, before anything else hits me, I've already talked with God and me and him are good today. So if it's coming on me, it's got to go through him. Uh, in Psalm 63 and 1, David saying, O God, thou art my God, and early will I seek thee. So uh, I've talked about that before, living that filtered life. You know, there's a filter that uh, like we use in our coffee makers. You know, it's, it's going to protect uh, and give you a good cup of coffee. It's going to keep all them grounds, all that nasty stuff from getting down in there, and nothing but the good. And if you will put God as that filter between you and the rest of your day, Man, it's got to come through him first, and, and you're going to be able to take it. You're going to be able to stand. You're going to be all right. And, and so before we reach for a phone or tablet, talk to the Lord. Get, get with him. And, uh, because when we uh, reach for this first, it does not tune our ears in to hear from the Lord. The best way is to seek him early before the day begins. It will set the tone for the rest of your day. If I start my day with social media, not only can I easily get sidetracked or sucked into something that is less significant than uh, my relationship with God, I set the tone for the day that others come before God. My Facebook friends come before Him. I don't want to do that. This is something we need to learn. So how do we begin our day? You just check yourself. Do you reach for that first, or do you reach out to the God of the universe uh, who loads you daily with benefits that washed your sins away. Do you? Re- well, I, I'm not a morning person, and it's hard for me to get up and pray, but are you enough of a morning person that you can make your coffee and sit down and read Facebook for an hour? Let us unplug from social media first thing in the morning and seek the Lord first. I saw something this morning uh, from Brother Coon while I was 
uh, checking some things out. He said something that it kind of jumps in right here. It is quite natural and inevitable that if we spend 16 hours daily of our waking life in thinking about the affairs of this world and five minutes in thinking about God, this world will seem 200 times more real to us than God. If you spend more time with the news and with the social media and the TV and the entertainment than you do with God, that is where your view is shaped from. And a real examination and close examination of yourself, you will begin to realize and be honest, and you know what? I'm not as close to God as I used to be. I didn't used to be afraid of these things. I didn't used to worry about these things, but, but I have spent less time with God than ever before. I need to get back to spending time with God. So that's using wisdom and moderation. It's not wrong to have Facebook. It's not wrong to have Instagram as long as it does not consume you. And if I love the Lord, I want to live in a way that makes him and being his follower attractive to others. And if my interactions are kind, thoughtful, loving, and even if they're funny, as long as it's appropriate, it can be a good witness to other people. But if on Facebook or social media you are hateful, abrasive, rudely sarcastic, uh, while also mentioning God or favorite verse in other posts, it will reflect in a negative manner. If, if, because you know, good water and bitter water can't come out of the same fountain. You've got to be consistent in your walk with God. Paul wrote to the Jewish Christians in Rome uh, that you who make your boast in the law, do you dishonor God through breaking the law? Well, the name of God is blasphemed among the Gentiles because of you as it is written. So God help us to never bring dishonor to him because we have acted in a dishonorable way on social media. That's why you've got to be careful. Don't get into them Facebook fights. Yep. Boy, there ain't near enough time to go through all this. Don't get sucked in to those things that will cause you to maybe post something because you might delete it, but somebody might screenshot it before you do. And then now it's there. Somebody's going to say, well, they, they, they deleted it, but I got it. This is what they said. And you can apologize over it all you want to, but it will always be there. That's the kind of, that's what they will think of your walk with God. You've got to be careful on social media. And you can never really accurately portray most of the time what you're trying to say. It just doesn't work. So stay out of the Facebook wars, the Instagram wars. If people want to get in that stuff, let them do it. Unfollow them. You know, I've heard people say, well, you don't have to unfollow people. Well, I do. I'll unfollow them in a minute. I'm tired. I'm tired of seeing. I, I, I love you. You, you're my friend, but I am tired of seeing garbage. And so, uh, you know, I, I just, I will. I'll unfollow them. Oh, well, that's, that's rude. Isn't it funny how social media has, has become our measuring stick of etiquette in this world? If I, it's the same. I'm at work, and all these people stand around cussing and telling dirty jokes, so I'll walk off. That's the same as unfollowing somebody. Or, you, well, I don't want to seem rude. Oh, yeah, that's funny. Oh, Lord, forgive me. I'm sorry, I don't really like that stuff. You know I don't, but, you know, I didn't want to be rude. I didn't want to think I was unfollowing them. 
if, if you worry so much about that, social media has too, too much of a grip on your life. Now, uh, most of us did not decide to start using social media in order to be a witness, but since what we do online potentially reflects positive or negative on the body of Christ, we must make sure that we use social media for good and for His glory. Because whether or not we decide to use social media to be a witness, we are called to be witnesses. You are the light of the world. A city that's set on a hill cannot be hid. When you put that name on you, that name that's above every name, ain't no hiding. If you really live in it, there ain't no hiding. Everybody's going to see it and everybody's going to have an opinion about it. And so uh, you better make sure that... uh, you are being a good witness uh, on social media, not just, you know, you can't just be, this ain't where you're a witness. This, this house ain't where you're a witness so much as it is out in that world. At the store, at the ball game, hey, don't lose your Holy Ghost out there because your team just fumbled, because somebody just struck out, because the other team hit a home run because they just lost the World Series or whatever else it is. So what? If the Lord tears, they'll be next year. And it's a game. It don't mean anything. Don't lose out over things that are so... Hey, you know what? Don't lose out because whoever you voted for didn't get in office. There are so many more important things in this world than worried about the affairs of this world. I don't want to be so tangled up that I can't be a good soldier to him that called me. I can't even pray for people because I'm so mad about this or that that's going on in the world. Isn't that something? And then we portray that on social media so many times. So we've got to, listen, hey, and don't get into doctrinal debates on social media because you're going to, there's always going to be more of them than there are of you. And they're going to, Twist it all around, they're going to gang up on you and, and you're just going to be painted out to be some way and, and the God you serve and everything. Listen, uh, if they want to talk, schedule a Bible study with them. But you try to post one or two uh, little thoughts here or there about doctrine, wham, they got you. Post something good. Post something uplifting. You can post scripture. You can put a good thought out there. Make a video that, uh, but when you start trying to get into a big, thick, serious doctrinal debate on social media is not near enough of you as there are them, and you're going to always be painted out to be the idiot. They're going to make fun of you, make fun of your religion, make fun of what you believe, what you serve. Listen, just don't do it. It's not worth it. You don't have to fight. You don't have to be a brawler. You don't have to be a fighter. You don't have to say, well, they ain't going to say that to me. Listen, your two cents ain't worth nothing on social media. I need to stand up and say something. Why? Get that carnal redneck attitude out of your... That's... Now, if you, feel, if, you, if you identify with being a redneck, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. I'm not trying to hurt your feelings, but there's, there's some things that go along with that that, that need to be put under the, the power of the Holy Ghost uh, so you can act right. The Bible says for me to adorn the doctrine of God, our Savior, in all things. That means in what I post. I can tactively, tactively that's it. 
I'm glad I, I need her to stand right here today. <laughs> I need to do, show the love of God. I need to share the word of God. I need to be encouraged. I, I need to do, uh, show what I believe in a good manner so that people can tell. You know, you can just slip that right in there. That, wow, they're really, man, you know, people go away thinking, hmm, that's a good thought. That's, that's what you ought to do. That's what you ought to you, you can adorn the doctrine of God, your Savior, in everything without fighting people. We can make his way as attractive as possible in all that we do, including social media. Before social media came, we had to just, it was just how you live day by day. But then social media came out, and it's like, we, people, there are some that they have to post every single event of their life. Everything. Here's what I look like today. Here's what I look like this morning. Here's my coffee. Here's my eggs. There's my dog. There's my cat. I'm driving down the road. Look at that cloud. Look, I mean, it's just. And some of that's just neat. Beautiful sunsets. All for it. I love pictures of dogs. I love, I love people's hunting pictures. I do. It is, it's fine. I, I'm not, but, but you know what? I don't have to see you tying your shoes on Facebook to know you're alive. Come on, man. Be tactful about what you post. And man, yeah, be tactful about it. Be careful where you take a selfie. You know? Okay. Make sure if you're showing your new dress that somebody behind you ain't undressed. All right. Next. So... The second commandment, <laughs> how would our love for others guide our use of social media? Because social media is interactive unless you set your profile to where nobody can post or comment on your stuff. I mean, you can do that. And if you can be an introvert, but people can still see you. They just can't comment on it. So as social media involves interaction and communication with others, the basic biblical principles that guide our relationships with others and that govern our speech should guide our online interaction as well. That's a mouthful. A sure sign that we have a genuine relationship with God is that he is working on our hearts, or that he is working on our hearts is that we are controlling our tongue. I'm not saying anything. I'm just typing it. You know you're, you're just you're talking it out while you're typing and even if you're not, you're thinking it. And so uh, whatever you do, however fast you can do that, you better be making sure it lines up with controlling your tongue because it can still be death or life. Even if you didn't, they didn't hear you say it out loud. And then make sure you're speaking good things or just follow the golden rule. Matthew 7 and 12, Therefore all things whatsoever you would that men should do to you, do you even so to them? If you wouldn't want somebody to post that about you, then don't post that about them. Right. Or are you posting things or interacting with others in a way that you would want them to interact with you? Am I basically saying some people are unimportant because I ignore when they post something, but then I like the same thing from somebody else who I think is more important? Well, my brother at church, he posted, God is great, and he can do anything. And I just go on by it. 
But then Brother Stone King posted it. Heart. Your brother that, that works at Burger King just did the same thing. And it, how come you didn't like his stuff? See, it, you don't think about that stuff, but people do because people look, see, I, I know they're my friend. How come they never like my stuff? So you better put a disclosure that, hey, I just don't really ever get on here, so don't be offended if you never see a blue thumbs up from me because if they see you liking everybody else's stuff, because them kind of people are the ones who like everybody else's stuff because they want somebody to like their stuff. And if they see not, and then if you're not doing, and you know, you have to examine yourself, am I doing that because, eh, that's just a guy I go to church with. That's respect of persons. Treat them, the, you treat them the way you want to be treated. Am I generally polite and respectful, or am I biting and sarcastic, especially in response to posts that have angered or annoyed me? If it annoys you, just scroll on by it. And if it's from a site, a lot of times you have the option to never see anything from that site again. And like I said, you can always unfollow. I've seen another preacher say you shouldn't unfollow people. Well, that's his opinion. I got mine. I ain't saying he's wrong. I ain't wrong either. Some people will be better off. Your salvation depends on it. Because if you can't, if you, can't, if you lose, lose it every time you see something they post, you, you need to get on off of there and get away from it. Praise God. Oh, I knew this, one, this lesson would be fun. <laughs> Am I encouraging others or discouraging them? Or just say, are, are other people better off by seeing what I post or are they better off by not seeing what I post? If the only time you speak a word of encouragement to somebody's in the altar, shame on you. Shame on me. If the only time I try to act like uh, I'm living right is at church, then shame on me. I need to make sure that if people see me on social media, uh, that they see me living in a right way and, and doing things that are uplifting and doing things that are encouraging and not doing things that go against what I say I believe. If we walk in love and use godly wisdom while using social media, then we bring honor to God and will be a blessing to other people. So who is a wise man and endued with, with knowledge among you? Be wise on social media. Be careful before you post it. Be careful before you take the picture. Be careful before you share it. And keep track of how much time you're on there. Day's my day off. I'm going to stay on here all day. Why? Man, it's, it's so not the way to spend your time. Spend time with the Lord. Now, one of the, the pitfalls of social media is the temptation to present ourselves in an ideal way that is, or in other words, a false way. That we're perfect. That our lives are just perfect. You know, it ain't. It, it's not just perfect. But we don't want nobody to think it's not. That's why you know some of this you know is we're trying to make our lives look like it's more exciting, more fun, more uh, successful than maybe it really is. But if you present yourself in a false image, that's the same as lying. Yeah. And you you know, listen, maybe you are, and hey, maybe you're just trying to 
Everybody look at me. Maybe, maybe you're a cut above everybody else. That's okay. Maybe you are excelling at some things, but don't, if you post it to rub it in people's face, if you post it with the wrong attitude, if it's like, hey, everybody, look at me, look at me, look at me, if that's why, you might, even if you hide it under the, uh, the title, whoo, praise the Lord, look what I got, but really you're saying, just look what I got. Be careful. The Bible says, let another man praise thee and not thy own mouth, a stranger and not thy own lips. Don't break your arm patting yourself on the back. Is it really necessary to take a picture of yourself feeding the homeless? Why don't you just go do it? Instead of posting it. Hey, we're Facebook Live in downtown Athens. Look at all these people ain't got nowhere to live. I'm fixing to give them a sandwich. Why don't you just go down there and do it? And, and, and let them say thank you. Instead of being like, wow, wow, that's the way to go. That's the way to do it. Be careful about posting all your accolades and what you do. And hey, here you go. So. You know, when you're posting things that are a witness to God, I, I get it. But some people are trying to say, look how perfect and good and godly I am, and they only want the approval of men. Right. Be careful. Use wisdom. Yeah. Be, ca- be careful. And you should care about how you impact other people. Because even if what you're posting is causing people to be jealous, wow, they've got it all. I don't want to be a stumbling block to anybody. I don't want to call somebody to covet. You know, we're so trying to, everything, when you're showing everything you got, people are like, well, I don't have all that. I, I wish I had that. Now, they, they, you know what? Eventually, they don't like you no more. Another post? Another post? Really? Another post? If I see one more post, I'm going to follow you. If you create a false image of yourself, that's pride. It's rooted in pride, and God does not do good with pride with us. He does not like us to be prideful. Pride goeth before destruction. He wants us to be humble, humble ourselves under the hand of God, and then he'll lift us up. He taught us over and over in the Scripture how precious a commodity humility is in this world, and we should be humble because he was humble. Yeah, we're holy because he's holy, but you need to be humble because he was humble. And we need to, to live like that and not just be pridefully parading ourselves in the public eye, acting like we're a red carpet celebrity. We're not. We're children of God. Post things that are going to lift people up. Post things that won't trip people up. And, you know, just make sure it's not, hey, look at me like you got just a billboard. Me, 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 me. Notice me. That's the, that's the nature of social media. I'm going to post because I want you to see what I'm doing. Got to be careful. Boy, I got quiet now. Come on, somebody. In its very nature, social media is, uh, seems to encourage behavior that is opposite to Christian humility. The Bible says, God resisteth the proud and give grace to the humble. He commanded us in his word, 
don't be selfish. Don't try to impress one another. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look out only for your own interest, but take an interest in others also. That's Philippians 2, 3, and 4. Our challenge is not to unplug from social media entirely, but to unplug from a worldly way of using it and be guided by God's Word when we do. When we follow biblical principles, we can be sure that we're using social media in a wise way that is pleasing to God. So it's okay. Well, I think Pastor don't even want me to be on social media. No. You can post an appropriate meme that will make somebody laugh. Post a, a touching video that will make somebody cry. Share a verse that stirs you. Share pictures of you and, you know, your your wedding, you know, your kids being born, things like that, you know, uh, that's fine. Post things that'll lift people up, make them feel good. You know, everybody likes puppies and cats and kittens and stuff. Post that, whatever. Give honor to someone else for something they have accomplished. How many times have you posted about the church down the road? If I ever happen to hear from one of our brothers and say, hey, we had five, get the Holy Ghost, man, I, I try to share that post because I'm excited that revival is happening in other places. You know, share something that's going on across, across town, across country, or, hey, look what's happening in this, this church. Look what's happening in my brother's life. You know, uh, post about somebody else besides yourself. Just never be false fake, or prideful. Check your spirit when you post. Can you honestly say or can I honestly say that my posts honor God or bless or benefit others in some way or is it just simply about me? Am I really saying with my post, look how wise I am, look how spiritual I am, look how popular I am, look how important I am, look how accomplished I am, just look at me. You got to be careful. Hey, Again, social media can be a great thing, but it can be detrimental to your soul. It can hurt you. It can consume you. You become a product of social media. I want to be a product of the Word of God. I want this book to be the uh, mirror of my life, not Facebook. I want this book to be what I need uh, people to see me living and not keeping up with everybody else on that book. The Bible says that we should let our light so shine before men so they will see our good works. Well, if you're on social media all the time, you better be seeing good works that bring glory and attention to him, not us. There was a story, um, and you can come to the music, darling. There was a story that the author of this lesson told. He said he was coming out of a service and there were two young ladies in the foyer of the church. He said, man, they were just going at it, arguing, fussing, and fighting about something. One of them had posted on social media and said, I mean, they were just letting each other have it. And another young girl who didn't realize what was going on, she was just there, like everybody likes to do at these conferences and stuff. They want to take a picture. So she comes, hey, let's get a selfie. And said, as soon as that phone come out, them two girls that were fighting, he said, they were smiling and just grinning and just everything going. You know, they took two or three selfies. Said, the other girl walked off and said, as soon as they walked off, they was right back at it. Said, but as long as that phone was out, everything was fine, portraying a false image of what they were doing. And so I want to make sure that I am not living my life in that way. You can stand with me. 
Here's a good couple of scriptures to keep in mind when you are looking at social media. Psalm 19 and verse 13 and 14. He said, keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sin. Presumptuous means failing to observe the limits of what is permitted or appropriate. When I get on social media, don't let me go past the limits of what God's word allows in my life and says in my life and or what's appropriate for my life. So, Lord, pray it. Pray it every day. Lord, keep me from those kind of sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then shall I be upright and I shall be innocent from the great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. If it's acceptable in his sight, it's okay to post. If he's all right with it, I wouldn't post anything that Jesus would not be okay with. If I wouldn't say anything that he wouldn't be okay with, I'm not going to post anything he wouldn't be okay with. Right? Well, we better have some Holy Ghost in this next service. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I know it's good. I'm not apologizing for it. It's good. It's right. Because wouldn't it be such a shame for you to lose your walk with God or your anointing with God because you tripped up on social media? Something as foolish and trivial as a post or something like that. Oh, not worth it. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you for giving us wisdom and understanding, giving us your word to teach us, to show us the ways to go. Thank you, Lord, for helping us. And Lord, we want to serve you and be a good light in this world, a good witness in this world. Lord, we want to really adorn the doctrine of you, our Savior. Lord, help us to use wisdom. Help us to pray and think about and seek you before we post things, God. We Even on this social media, Lord, we want to be wise as a serpent. We want to be harmless as a dove. We thank you, God, for all things that you give us. I know you said in your word you give us all things to enjoy. And I believe we can even enjoy social media if we use it with wisdom and moderation. So, Lord, help us with that in Jesus' name. And everyone said amen. All right, now give the Lord a hand. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And hey, I love you. Let's find a place to pray before the next service. It's going to be great in Jesus' name. God bless you.